Hello, everybody, and welcome to Arsenal X, Boss Rush's Xbox podcast, where we squad up to infiltrate the news. I am here today <laughs> with... Wow. You... <laughs> oh, sorry. Did you Wait, just rehearsed already? <laughs> no, no. I That's something that... Well, I did it last week, but... I just was like, I want to try, try, like, try to do something that's like, I don't know, kind of goes along with the name. I'm sorry, but. I feel like an asshole now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, honestly, I, I, I had this, I had this really cool like exhibit, uh, yes. song lyric queued up. So like when you introduce me, that's what I have planning. So, yeah. I mean, it's probably just as equally lame. But man, I'm <laughs> sorry, I just totally ruined the intro. <laughs> No, Welcome fun. to EXP Cast, where we ruin <laughs> yeah. every intro. Where we yeah. just ruin everything. <laughs> yeah, it's today is a is a Arsenal X EXP Cast crossover. <laughs> wow, wow, that's yeah. a lot of X's. That's, that's, that's a lot yeah. of X's. X's right there. Yeah, yep. exactly. Three X's. We so we should call this the Triple X. We should call this the Triple X podcast or something like that. Yeah, hardcore man, hardcore. Yeah. Does that mean that we definitely have to uh, label this as not kid friendly this week? <laughs> oh, generally, yes. Whenever we're around, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So put, yeah, put the kids to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get ready for the X. X to the Z, and we all in the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can we can throw up the X, but yeah. yeah so I am your host Jesse Douglas, and I am here with Stoy. And Pat of like we said, EXP cast. A great show you definitely should go check out. Oh, thank you, Jesse. Definitely thank go you. check out. Just I, put the kids to bed first. Seriously. Yes. Like yeah. we, our topics this week immediately jump right into um uh sex communities. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it was weird because I think I talked about how I rode by an adult camp. Yeah. And it was like uh, apparently a sexual freedom camp. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a, yeah, yeah like there, are, a, there, there are those. Like a new, like, a, yeah, like those nude, like, uh, yeah, like the it's, swingers it's, it's, community. <laughs> yeah, basically a bunch of 60 year old dudes walking around like, where are all yeah. the young women at? Yeah. 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 Uh, just, uh, yeah, for anyone, if you haven't been to one, if you, you know, you hear the you hear the words nude beach. Chances are, when you go there, the only people that are gonna be nude is the people you don't want to see nude. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so uh, so so how's your guys' uh, week been? Is there is there uh, we could you know what? Why don't we just get right into it? We can uh, kind of talk about if there's anything that you guys have uh, been playing. We could start with you, Pat. Okay. Uh, well, I actually have been playing a indie title right now called Ender Lilies, Quietest of the Nights. It is a 2D Metroidvania that has the art style of like a Vanillaware game. Okay. It has like the effects and like the background, like livable backgrounds, like Ori in the Blind Forest or Will of the Wisps. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a dark fantasy and it has a lot of souls like um melee con- like focused uh combat so it's it's a lot of like time your attacks and dodge or else you're gonna get massively slaughtered what is the what is the name of the game ender lilies 
glad okay. I can change that. Because uh, mm -hmm. I put that in the description for our upcoming episode, and I wrote Elder Lilies. Oh, so. no, no, it's... <laughs> woo! <laughs> We're not Elder Scrolls or Souls or, yeah, it's yeah. Ender. Ender, got it. Yeah. All right, fixed. Uh, mm -hmm. But this is an absolutely beautiful game. Like, there are Metroidvanias, you know. It, when you hear Metroidvania, it's like a dime a dozen for, like, you know, Metroidvanias. But this one I would definitely put up there as uh, top quality metroidvania the combat is actually very fluid um you, you find yourself uh like it's got a lot of depth uh as as you progress through the game you fight off um kind of boss battles like they're like miniature boss battles and also like the, your main boss battles which are like multi-phase uh like take down these gigantic enemies that have multiple life bars and like change up their tactics but once you beat them, you can purify their soul and then use their souls as attacks. Uh, as attacks. So, like, for example... Like a the, summon? Like, almost like a summon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, uh, one, one of the earlier bosses is a witch. And after you beat her, you have the ability to throw fireballs as your main, um, as your main attack rather than use a sword. Uh, or, you know, you'll find like a, this, you'll fight this giant, like almost Viking guy. And when you beat him, you get this like really heavy club base attack or in the, uh, this little miniature mid bosses also give you different abilities too. Like one of my favorite ones is a crow that, you know, constantly like, uh, joins you and shoots fireballs in like multiple directions towards, uh, bad guys and these are like semi homing fireballs too so oh nice you know it's been actually pretty helpful yeah uh, yeah this game this game looks yeah it looks amazing i was just looking up pictures of it and stuff it definitely has those like those like the really really good parts of uh like the castlevania type like the those new newer castlevania type games with the backgrounds and the the high yeah, resolution the and, classes, yeah yeah it looks yeah it looks amazing yeah the story's good uh you play as a white priestess who wakes up in a kingdom that's basically been ruined by something called the reign of death which causes a plague called the blight and the blight eventually makes people transform into monstrosities and also makes them lose their mind so um you know and your job is to kind of go around and purify these souls so that you can figure out like how the blight came to be and you know put a stop to it and it's actually also got some really great music like every boss battle is like someone that used to serve the white priestesses so it's almost like a very tragic music is playing in the background and once you beat them you kind of uh get some cut scenes that explain their story so you know it's it's a very touching emotional like kind of game uh, but it's definitely got some challenge with its combat. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, it it definitely looks like something I I want to check out because yeah, that yeah, it, that it intrigued me. I know. Well, and that's that's just a really cool concept with the whole like the you know kind of the summons like when you beat some you know you know beat a boss or beat a mini boss of kind of having being able to summon their their uh attacker ability or whatever like that's that's really unique and it's something that you're like 
you know, why have why have haven't anyone thought about this before? You know, like it's such a kind of a simple but brilliant concept. Uh, Mega Man would like a word with you, bro. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the entire I, yeah. Mega Man series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there there obviously. But it's I not, know what you mean. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, some, it's a little you, bit. No, it, it definitely yeah. makes your. Uh, you know, it gives you the ability to just customize to how you want to play. So. If you yeah. want to do more range attacks, you know, by all means, set your spirits up so that, you know, they do range. If you're a melee heavy hitter, by all means, do that, too. Yeah, a little mix that... of both is how I go. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it definitely it looks amazing, and it, it sounds like a great game. So, yeah, I'll definitely mm-hmm. be checking that out. Yeah. Otherwise, it's... uh. You know, no surprise to anyone who owns the Switch. I've been playing Zelda. Uh, great game. Very beautiful. You liking it. it? I'm yeah. liking it. Yeah, because I, I know a lot of people have said that they're that they're um they really are getting the chance to enjoy it with the uh the ability to not have to use uh you know motion controls. Have you oh. have you have you uh, found yourself not using motion controls at all then, or have you yeah. tried both? Yeah. I tried both. I actually preferred the the button controls. Uh, okay. Which the sword is using the uh, right D-pad, and you kind of yeah. flick it in the direction that you want to uh, slice. Right analog okay. stick. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Okay. Analog stick, not D-pad. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've... Cause I, I know I've heard that a lot of people have said like, it's, it's a, it's an amazing, like that they love the story in it and stuff, but they, it really, the only thing in the past holding them back was the, uh, was that the, the controls and that, and the first hour is, is kind of a slag I've heard a little bit, but once you get past that, then it it opens up a bit with well yeah we were talking about that at the video game summit how twilight princess was kind of the same it was a pretty long drawn out like you know set up the world and everything um yeah you almost don't see get the first dungeon till like four hours into the game yeah yeah i think that's what most people said it's about a good three hours two or three hours in the beginning of twilight princess that just is not fun but mm-hmm. once you get past that, then mm-hmm. it really, really opens up. But well, I mean, from uh, from a setup point, I mean, it's setting up the world. It's setting up where Link comes from because we know every Link is different um, to yeah. a point. I mean, in every Legend of Zelda game, it starts out with Link sleeping because he's apparently a lazy piece of trash. Um, but <laughs> you know, he gets woken up, and it was funny in this one, like the you know those uh, Skywing, <laughs> those Loft Wings. Yeah, he's just staring at him. Spits a piece of paper at him and just leaves. <laughs> that was like the best uh, waking up intro so yeah, far. Yeah, for sure. That bird's just looking at him. Link is like, what do you want? <laughs> Here's a letter. Bam, and how the letter... Leaves. Oh, wait, no. The letter doesn't smack Link. It just like... It just hits the ground pretty hard. Yeah, it just hits the ground, yeah. But... Um, <laughs> no, yeah, the... Um, but yeah, a lot of those... Um, you know, they set up the story and they set up the world, especially in this one, which is, you know, Skyloft. You're living in the sky mm-hmm. yeah yeah but so spoilers that, my gosh just kidding <laughs> sorry so, so, so that's that's pretty much it then for you pat for what you've been playing yep uh this coming up week is going to be a big one so uh yeah in terms of releases so yeah I'd, yeah 
Yeah, I mean, and it's already kind of started with uh, with X. Like, I mean, there's a there's a couple of uh, good things. I'll talk about them when it's my turn. But mm-hmm. but yeah, there's there's yeah. already it's already starting. Yeah, some Stoy, good stuff what, coming what if, out for Game Pass coming out this yeah. week. So we'll talk oh, yeah. about yeah. that one night when we get to yeah. it. But yeah, yeah. Played... What's it, what's in your arsenal? I played a lot lately. Um, I actually jumped back into Assassin's Creed for the for the Xbox, and right. uh, I I realized how far behind I still am. Kind of, I still have a few regions to unlock, but um, I just uh, Pat, you'll 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 be with me on this one. Um, I just mm-hmm. saved my brother, you know. Yep. Quote unquote, and he came back and he's completely changed. And I was like, motherfucker, I should have just left you there. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. you, you ungrateful little piece of trash, but whatever. Um, yeah. That's besides, you know, I, I know there's something, some other bigger story at play there, but um, yeah, otherwise, uh, I've been playing that. I forgot to mention, actually, um, Doom Eternal just got its upgrade mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of July. And uh, it's got like, you know, 4K, six frames a second, you know, high quality. Like it runs and looks like Doom should in this new generation, like silky yeah. smooth frame rate. Like we're talking like obviously when you're getting into those frantic battles, like there's no blur, like everything is just like super top notch. There's no stutter and yeah. everything is in full high detail, especially in a lot of ray those... tracing. Yeah, ray, ray tracing. A... And yep. you know, the one thing I'm always impressed with is just like the draw distance. Like Doom mm-hmm. has a lot of like big open areas with a lot of things in the background. And um you can you can see all of it. Like everything is in full view. They don't have to like blur things out because of hardware limitations. Like everything is there and everything is in like full detail. And it's like just amazing just to like stand and look around in that game. So, yeah. uh, And that's free. So if you own Doom Eternal for the Xbox One, this is a free upgrade for you. So, yeah. And even better, uh, if you have the Game Pass, it's also free for you. It is free. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's free for $14.99 a month. Yeah, so yeah. you're still paying money, but but it feels like it's free. Yeah, for sure. I still, I still, I I was having a really difficult time with that game because I I just was not good at the like you know juggling all the different things that I need to make sure I'm doing to refill my ammo. Put it but on I, easy, bro. Yeah, use that I'm, chainsaw. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm te- I'm tempted to restart it again now, especially with that upgrade. I was thinking about that because I'm like, you know what? F it. I you know, if I want to go on baby mode or whatever it is, whatever it's called, you know, don't so hurt me, it, mommy, or something like that. Yeah. Like, don't hurt yeah. me, daddy. Don't hurt me, daddy. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, because I I just wanna I wanna experience the you know the story because like. You know that Doom 2016 is still one of my favorite, and I, I kind of wish we would get an upgrade to that game. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be like, pretty cool. But, mm-hmm. but I yeah, the you um, know, like I was gonna say it was weird because we talked about this before that Doom Eternal gave us a story and lore to Doom that none of us asked for. Yeah, but yeah. it's like still great. Like this is cool. Yeah. Like I'm actually reading codex entries. Like it's not yeah. something I'd expect to do in a Doom game. But, yeah. you know, it's still cool that they build a world. They built a world around it, you know, and they gave Doom Guy kind of like a character. Like, yeah. obviously, people are interacting with him and talking to him. And they're they all give him a voice. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's somewhat there. a face. Somewhat of a mm-hmm. face, too, I feel like. Didn't they Didn't they yeah. have, 
like something like where you could kind of see through his shield or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you can. This time you around. can in certain in certain scenes. Yeah, but in the uh, in the DLC, you you see the full thing. It's basically generic yeah. BJ Blazkowicz. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't realize Pat that um I actually bought the uh, deluxe edition, so I got Ancient Ones one and two for free. Nice. Oh, nice. So yeah, whenever um. I mean, whenever I jump back into it, which who knows when now at this point. <sighs> Too many games coming out. Yeah. Like I, I, another one that I picked up that I, I talked a lot about is I'm a racing guy. So um, yeah. seeing as how is I don't have Forza as the simulation racer coming out yeah. this year. F1 yeah. 2021 is like my simulation racer now. Okay. So it's got a story mode. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. They, they were kind of talking about that. And so... So yeah, you haven't played it yet, but you you just kind of got it. No, you... I played it. I played it. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, I played I played a decent amount of it last night, um, okay. and even like uh, Saturday, even just Friday night, I ended up picking it up on Friday. So, but um, yeah, the um, the story mode is kind of like you, you you pick a team, and it's like basically an F one. It's like you and another driver are competing in yeah. the same race, and uh, it's basically the dichotomy of the young driver, the young new driver, he's the kind of young Padawan, whatever. And his teammate is like the older seasoned driver and just yeah. them butting heads throughout the entirety of the, the season. So you have like pre-scripted events that happen. I know there was like one point where I was like dominating, dominating, and all of a sudden the game cut me off and then played a cut scene where I crashed into my own teammate. And I was like, <laughs> man, I was doing so well. And now it's like, you got to like end my game abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> but I know they're trying to tell a story, so it was like yeah. fine, no big deal. But I mean, if you yeah. want to, if you want to do a full career mode just by yourself, like obviously the options are there for you. But um, yeah. no, I mean, I'm playing this on the PlayStation Five, so it's it looks it looks good. It runs smooth, 60 frames a second. Like, I mean, I, I turn off all motion blur when yeah. I play racing games because I, I the the blur just like it seems like it takes a lot of the detail out of mm-hmm. games especially yeah. when you're fast moving so i yep. completely turned it off i slid the slider down all the way all the way to zero and uh yeah it just looks i mean it looks and runs amazing like you don't need motion blur yeah right? yeah yeah i think that's i think a lot of the times the motion blur is for like when you're playing like in a lower resolution yeah because it's like, not I mean, it really for, going like, to look games. great anyway yeah yeah it worked it worked for older games on older hardware that couldn't process that many frames per second but i think now we're in the generation where you know, yeah, it's like 60 frames a second, easy. You know, yeah. and some games are going to be running 120. Yeah, so, and it's gonna and it's gonna feel like a more a more natural blur of the moving fast. You know, yeah, like for sure, like you would in your car. You know, so yep. So, but uh, otherwise, um, I'm gonna write a review uh, on this game, Chicory, um, and I'm not gonna talk about it too much. But um, what a game! Like, totally defied my expectations of what I thought this game was. Um, okay. it's, uh, it's a colorful game that looks colorful and looks like kind of feel goody, but it is not at all. Okay. It deals with some heavy issues with depression, anxiety, uh, crippling depression, uh, to a certain extent and just feeling worthless and, uh, kind of self-conscious and mm. it's, you know, yeah, it deals with a heavy subject matter. Um, but one thing we talked about, uh, earlier today is that, um, there's a, it has a lot of quality of life options, so you can disable wet sounds. <laughs> so you have you ever had that where you cook macaroni and you're stirring it? Yeah, 
yeah. it makes that sound that yeah so you can disable that sound in the game because there's like a mode where you're swimming through paint and it makes that sound as you're moving through yeah so apparently if that triggers people and i'm sorry if you're listening to this and that triggered you um you can actually turn that sound off okay huh. it's kind of neat yeah i guess yeah yeah it's it's interesting when you start you know like i mean there's the obvious ones like like when lights and flashing and things like that if people yeah, who, are, who have yeah seizures and things like that well what but is yeah, that the game grounded the game grounded for the xbox yeah. has yeah. like a, it's a spider mode where you yeah. can like remove yep. the image of the spider yeah and all you all, all you're attacking is a set of eyes yeah arachnophobia mode or whatever mm -hmm. yep. yeah which is a great movie <laughs> i loved that movie as a kid i see yeah it. no kidding probably yeah. too young to see it as a kid but i i loved that movie i still it was pg-13 i think yeah so yeah, I think a, a lot of us got away with that seeing that when we were younger and it's like we probably shouldn't be watching this but yeah yeah because yeah, basically they would have a a bad scene and then you just see the spider crawling away or something like that it really it was yeah. you know like the rest was put up to your imagination yep as long as it didn't have blood you can get away with it yep yeah. and as long as they only said the f word once yep but that's, I mean, I, I've been, I played a slew of other things, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. Yeah, as far as far as it goes for me, I've I've just kind of been playing some of the uh, the the games that they added to Game Pass, um, you know, this week or whatever, last week. It, well, technically, it would be last week when you're hearing this. Yeah. Um, so I I played the I played the beginning of Last Stop. Um, that's that, that new, that new game that we seen a while back. That's kind of like a, you know, like a very story driven kind of game. And, uh, and like, I really, I really like how they're, how they set this game up. So like you, there's, you start off, there's three different people you can pick, pick from and you pick, and then whatever person you pick, you kind of, um, you start out the story um, and, and how, how it starts off from their perspective. And then you get to a certain point in their storyline and then it will, it will just kind of end it there. Like that's the end of that chapter of that person's, uh, uh, life or experience. And then you pick a new person and then it does the same thing where it, you know, like it ends at their, at, at the first chapter of chapter of their experience and then you pick the third person and then and then it just kind of it slowly will play out as as the you know all the characters kind of their their experiences intertwine and become part of this you know this main story of what's going on um the controls and everything i you know i think are have been really good like there's um, there's some, you know, some things that I think they did, like, it, they did it just fine with the uh, camera stuff, but it is, a, it, it is very much similar to some of those old Resident Evil kind of camera stuff where it will is show it like you fixed when, camera and then yeah. moving around. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So like once you get to a certain point, that fixed camera will then change to a different fixed camera and, you know, and then you've got to be pushing a different direction to mm -hmm. be moving forward one but it gives you a it gives you a good grace period of 
of once it switched to that one camera where if you're still pushing forward you're still moving forward for a second and then yeah it, a lot know. of games i mean even just like the old playstation games that had that kind of feature always yeah. had that it was just like it was jarring that all of a sudden like oh my god i gotta change the angle now but mm -hmm. uh yeah it gives you that little grace period that maybe a couple seconds where it's like okay i gotta change now so yeah mm -hmm. yeah and they and they did i don't care what people say i like that uh, yeah that the, the style of like uh scene yeah. composition yeah, I I know I've I've always like that's why I like still you know uh until the the remake of Resident Evil 2 came out like Resident Evil 2 you know has always been like up there as like my favorite game of all time. Like Hell yeah, brother. I I cuz for me, yeah, that none of that that camera stuff bothered me, you know, like it I just, you know, after the first one I got used to it and I just you know, it just was what it was and I and I, you know, had no problems with it. I mean, yeah, there, there's times when you're, you know, like one camera is showing an enemy in front of you, but the other one kind of <laughs> isn't or whatever. But, you you know, you just dealt with it. It, was, it wasn't a big deal. Well, know. a lot of it is scene set up. Like the, the game developers want you, want to focus on something. Like that yeah. scene in the police station where, like, you're walking uh, around that partition and then the camera beams to the window where all of a sudden you see a liquor move across it. Yeah. So it's like if it was like a free roaming camera, a lot of times you may have you may have missed that. But yeah. the fact that, you know, the developers wanted you to see this, that just adds to the tension. So I think it yeah. helps from a game developer standpoint that it's like we don't want you to miss this stuff. We don't want you to lose out on this experience, yeah. obviously, if we want to play something that maybe would add tension or suspense to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, or we we don't want to we don't want you to see quite yet the dog running down the hallway barreling towards you. We want you to be able to hear them first. Yeah, and hear that like, window oh. smash, and all of a sudden, like, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so. Yeah, they so in this game, uh, they they do that, and it's like there's some really cool. Um, like sci-fi kind of stuff going on then in this um because this is about an this, alien invasion right yeah yeah essentially that's what it is like you um like you kind of you kind of very early on you realize that things are kind of weird and like it kind of like there's this this boy who's living in um like an apartment i think and there's this guy, this, you know, handsome looking guy that lives across uh, the street from him. And he just kind of would notice that this guy is constantly bringing, you know, different women and and men over to his house, you know, like bringing them into the house. But he would never see anyone leave. And so 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 he's like, well, you know, what's going on? And so then they, you know, they're a bunch of teenagers. They kind of get nosy and they and he leaves his his place at some point and then you kind of follow him and and that's all I'll really say with that i don't want to really you know spoil anything but yeah it's like so far i'm really enjoying the kind of like getting to to play different like characters and experience different things and and have it kind of merge um i know some people don't like that kind of stuff but like that was honestly like one of my favorite parts about wild arms um, as I loved that you kind of played as the three different characters and then like mm -hmm. you had these long paths of just playing as them 
and then it all kind of merged together as one story that you know that's kind of like in some ways i a vibe that i got from this is just like i like i like when you get to kind of get a a story building for a character or or whatever before you just they get thrown into the main story Mm -hmm. um i do i do really like that about this and and like i said yeah like the controls and stuff i think work really well um so far it's you know it's you're gonna be it's gonna be more of your like puzzle solving kind of like um they there's there's like a but it's more just like button pressing or combination type stuff for certain things like i don't like there's a part where i was trying to take a video of someone you know sneakily with my phone and we were hiding and i uh I accidentally let up on one because it's like first you got to hold this button and then you hold this button and then you hold this button. You got to keep them all held down at the same time. And I accidentally let go of one of the buttons. So my character knocked something over and then we had to run away. So now a lot of uh, David Gage uh, game drives like uh, heavy rain and yeah, um, uh, Detroit become human where it's like you have to hold L2 and R2. And then the X button to hold your breath or something like that. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if I don't know if that ultimately was going to be what happened if I did if I uh, didn't mess up the buttons or if that just changed altered the the storyline. So those are the kind of little things that I'm kind of um, excited and and interested in finding out as I go on. Um, which you know would also be a good reason to, for replay value um, if yeah. there is kind of some some differences in that. So um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh, enjoying that game a lot. And uh, you know, it's not like visually, it's not the most impressive thing in the world. But like you know, like that's that's never really been what what. Uh, indie indie games are about it's it's about that mixture of the the interesting art styles and and more you know focusing on the actual storytelling you know Mm -hmm. if they tell if it tells a good story i don't care what kind of you know art style or whatever it's in but um yeah so i've i've been playing that and enjoying that a lot and then i also had uh started the raji game Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, which I'm I'm really enjoying that as well. Like I, um, that's another game where there there's kind of like uh they've got, you know the um a fixed camera type kind of thing, and it's it's not quite top down. It's, it's isometric. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's yeah. right in that that and and like you you kind of can walk different directions and stuff like that or go different paths that you'll see but you're not but you're kind of looking at at it at a different angle um and that's very much like your typical um like uh game where you've got like different abilities and you've got like a weapon that you can use to do your main attacks and you learn you learn different abilities and things like uh like you can run up a wall and then jump off the wall and do a, a special kind of like like uh, like down downward attack with your weapon or um, you know different things like that or or at one point you get kind of this like power up that 
where you can do like a smash thing and then it like elect there's like a it'll show a circular area and anything in that will get electrocuted um to do yeah, damage I've, i haven't played this in a while i i got yeah. it for the switch like months ago yeah. yeah yeah because it's yeah it's i know it's been out for for a while but yeah it just recently they added it to game pass so i i was like you know, uh, you know what i i've seen this multiple times in the past and i've kind of always wanted to play it um mm -hmm. because it looked like my kind of game um and so so yeah i finally game pass you know gave me gave me the the uh chance to be able to play it you know and and check it out and yeah i'm i'm really enjoying it a lot yeah it's got a lot of good uh lore to it you know it's it's a part yeah, of the culture. world that we don't list like know too much about yeah um yeah I, I enjoyed the game up to a certain point. Uh, I did find the combat sometimes was a little bit unbalanced. Like there yeah. was some, like some guys are easy, like fodder to your weapons, but then there's other people that can like shoot a fireball that'll kill you in two hits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love to throw those guys in your, you know, against you. Yeah. There was the, yeah, there's the early on, even there's the guys that kind of like, it didn't really seem like there was any kind of rhyme or reason or like, you know, like, uh, sequence to their shooting that, but they would like throw like that, like green, like fire, like thing or whatever. Yeah. Those are the guys that would teleport across the screen. Right. Is that, are uh, those the guys? I know there was a, there was an enemy type that would teleport across the screen and it was like so hard to land hits because they would keep moving i forget um i th those there might be those that come eventually like but these early ones i think i think they just these guys are just like the early like just spit or throw a green like ball thing oh yeah um, I, yeah i know but, what you're talking about then but it was like yeah there's no rhyme or reason to it so and like if you're attacking them it wouldn't necessarily stop them from being able to th to shoot those either, which was kind of irritating because then, you know, like while you're in the middle of an attack, attacking them, they could still just be throwing those, you know, every couple of seconds or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, and like you said, Pat, like that's sort of, that's kind of what intrigued me is it is definitely a lore and uh, um, a storytelling that we're, we don't get a lot of. Um, mm -hmm. so that, that definitely was in, intriguing and, and yeah, like so far I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's, you know, it's definitely one of those games that are just kind of, uh, just sit down and, and just kind of relax and play it a little bit and enjoy it because it does, you know, like I like the art style and, the and like the models and, and world built, you know, mm -hmm. like what, it, how it looks and stuff like the statues and things in it are really cool and and uh yeah and just like the storytelling like you said is just just different enough that it's that makes it interesting since it's something we don't get a lot of so but yeah that that uh for the most part is is what i've been playing i i played a little bit of need for speed uh hot pursuit the remaster or whatever Hell i've been yeah. playing been playing that too and uh trying to get gold the gold uh for all the all the all your uh missions or whatever you want to call them so. did you ever see the commercial that they posted for that it I was a, did. it was almost like a five minute commercial with like this guy that lived his life he was playing the game on the 360 and he got beat 
And apparently he lived this whole life 10 years after the fact, like kept thinking about that moment. And even his girlfriend or his wife would just be like frustrated because like the guy is like just consumed by this thought. But then all of a sudden he gets the game in the mail, the remastered version, and then he finally beats him and then he can live on with his life. It's a stupid commercial. <laughs> I, I I know I've seen commercials for it, but I I don't remember if I've seen that one. Yeah, that one's just—it was just weird. It's just yeah, weird. Yeah, but I like that. I like that when commercials change it up a bit and just do something really, just obscure and weird. Like, I mean, you know, we lived through the the '80s and the '90s, like some <laughs> peak weird commercial. Was that know. was that with us that we talked about the uh, the Game Boy commercial with Lauren Hill, Lauren uh, Holly? Yeah, yeah. Was that I on this one? Yeah, where it was like she comes out like in her lingerie into this like twelve year old kid, like chocolate yeah. cake, Game Boy, <laughs> or me? Like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. There is just such weird, even just like the you know like I mean, you know Sega Sega's uh, intros and you know when they would yell Sega, it was always something like really freaking weird, like a person yeah. with like three like you know multiple retinas in their eye or whatever mm -hmm. and just like just yeah like the weird yeah those of, are of, those are the weird decades so yeah like super soaker and like, i miss those yeah. days yeah yeah i i miss i just miss that yeah the just the weird weirdness and fun like everything was colorful everything was just completely weird and bizarre it was like a bizarro like commercials were like a bizarro reality mm -hmm. <laughs> like it was like yeah like like reality but everything was just really really weird and yeah but i yeah i, I miss that like every once in a while I'll, I'll go back on like youtube and watch like compilations of like old commercials that you're yeah. just like, like i know that's a project we keep talking about doing is kind of like a doing a viewing party uh, okay. on Twitch or whatever, or YouTube or whatever, where we just watch old, these old commercials and just, yeah, just kind of roast them or just be like, that was actually pretty good. But yeah. Um, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah, we'll, um, we'll get in. We'll actually, you know what? I didn't really do, do the intro. Um, but I'll just, you this know, is like an Ubisoft intro. Yeah. Yeah, you really. Play, you play four hours of the game, and then all of a sudden they yeah. just flash the title yeah. screen. <laughs> but so yeah, just really what was quick. That Immortals Phoenix Rising, Pat. Mm -hmm. Yep. Where oh it was like three yeah. Three hours yeah. in, yeah. and all of a sudden yep. Zeus is like, "That was the intro. <laughs> what the yeah. hell?" <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's there's been a couple of things where they do that, and like Some I feel like they stuff. yeah they break the fourth wall and they're yeah just be like oh yeah by the way. Mm -hmm. I think there's a movie. It wasn't. Didn't a Mel Brooks movie do that? I want to say all Mel Brooks it. movies oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's his shtick. Brooks is notorious yeah. for breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. 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 I man, talk about uh, a movie creator that just like I, yeah. I don't think there. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he could ever make something that I would not enjoy. But right. But yeah, just really quick, I just wanted to um, remind people to uh, to definitely go to our website, check out all of our shows. You've got 
the guys here in exp cast you know go check out their show um wasd and beyond lore together tower casuals our 1v1 series with celeste which she does such an amazing job with those like those are just so much fun if you want to do other stuff you know other stuff outside of even gaming just getting to really know people it's it's fun um pow block our nintendo podcast and uh, crossroads our playstation show arsenal x where it's at yep exactly throw up that x that's right i forgot we're not (laughs) streaming so i'm doing this almost for nothing but well people watching this later will we'll enjoy it and then and then yeah and then we've got our entertainment section uh land party uh rope talk the wrestling podcast uh, trash talk the sports podcast and and i believe they've got some some kind of new things in the works um i know there's some the some uh stuff that they're doing with uh with uh tiktok i believe as well some tiktok exclusive what <laughs> tiktok well, exclusive guess. stuff so oh we got to stay relevant i guess <clears throat> yeah well I, Hey, you know, like I, it's not, it's not my medium to do things, but you know, if it, if it works for, a, for someone's content and something, you know, ideas they want to do, I say, go for it. It's not personally, not me. Like I, you know, I'll watch stuff on there occasionally, but I, it, it's just don't even have it there. There's just so many, there's so many different things in the world going on and places to watch things. It's like, I don't even get a chance to watch stuff on on twitch half the time as much as i would like to yeah and yeah yeah i was gonna say they just did a uh on the bossrushgames.com website someone just did a recap of the ted lasso season two yeah i you know i've I've had if i had a nickel for every time someone told me that i need to watch ted lasso because it's it's a soccer comedy show basically yeah yeah and i you know i'm i'm the soccer guy so it's like Mm -hmm. i can't believe you still haven't watched ted lasso and it's like I'm so bad at watching TV shows. Like it's just, yeah, I'm just bad at it. Bad yeah, at and it. I, well, and speaking of, uh, you know, I've said in the past, I'm not, I'm not super into sports, but uh, you know, I was super excited for everyone in Wisconsin that you know the Bucks winning, mm-hmm. winning the championship and stuff. It was, it was fun to see everyone excited. You know, like I said, it's not, not, not exactly my thing, but it's always, you know, it's always fireworks fun. were going off in Milwaukee till yeah. at least one o'clock in the morning. I mean, it was thankful at least, like, because um, I live in a pretty dense, densely populated area, and people were lighting yeah. off fireworks in our neighborhood. And uh, I mean, thankfully, I didn't have to work the next day. But I mean, even if I did, I'd, I'd have been going in groggy anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was, there was I forget what podcast I was listening to, and they were talking about fireworks going off, and they're not even they weren't even in Wisconsin. They're in like California. or somewhere i forget and yeah and they were talking about fireworks going off and it's mm-hmm. like and then they mention you know this the so yeah it's i mean it's always fun to have a you know have a something like that happening in a state where everyone regardless of of you know who you are can get together and just celebrate so yeah it was is crazy seeing those pictures of the the people just filling the streets there around the the stadium and stuff 60,000 people. Yeah. 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 It was like, yeah, more than even like when you see the people around the, uh, 
mm-hmm. when when a president you know is picked or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was very fortunate. I actually work in the Deer District, so oh, I okay. I, uh, I got to go ho- or I actually got to work from home that week or last week. Oh, okay, nice. I missed the entire traffic and all that other fun jazz. Yeah, that yeah that that's always the worst part is getting into uh, getting into the stadium is the easy part. It's the trying to leave. Trying to leave. Yeah. Yeah, I sit there for like three hours before you can even leave the parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's never fun. That's why I you know hey, if you're one of those people who wants to leave like an hour before. Before the game is actually done, just so you can get out, go for it. <laughs> Listen like, to the rest. But it's the first it. quarter. It's like we're being traffic. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But all right. Yeah. So so yeah. Just uh, we'll we'll uh, yeah leave it at that. Just go go to our website and check check out all the great stuff. There's there's a lot of stuff, a lot a lot of stuff for everyone. All right. So the, this next thing, um, Stoy, uh, you you had some stuff you wanted to talk about Game Pass a little bit and let people know. Yeah, um, about. about like five days ago, um, Xbox just put out a news brief saying, here's what's coming out for Game Pass. And uh, usually they do it about at the end of the month where they'll put out like, here's what's coming next month or here's what's coming by the end of the month. They give you like a little bit of a roadmap. So um, <clears throat> now I, I, we had this conversation with Ed last week where like, there's three different services that Game Pass covers. Game Pass covers, you know, the system. So, like, mm-hmm. if you own an Xbox One or Series X, whatever, um, PC, and the cloud. They have their up-and-running cloud gaming service. So you can play Xbox games literally on your phone or on your tablet or whatever. Um, and I know just recently, like, Microsoft One, that you, they are actually allowed to have a Game Pass app on iOS, on iPhones. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a good step in the right direction. But... Um, so we'll never see Google Stadia on it, but that's a whole nother thing. But uh, the, um, yeah, so recently what they announced is uh, Battlefield 5 is out on the cloud, which is cool. And uh, Christ Tales, uh, which is like a kind of like a side-scrolling JRPG action game um, that's out right now for all three services, cloud, console, and PC. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah I, I don't know, Pat, is this something you looked at? Is, is I did something? look at it. It's... Um... I hear it's pretty good, but it has some older JRPG or JRPG tropes that maybe shouldn't have come with it, such as like no auto saves and you know you have to manually save in a town, mm-hmm. so you could go through a dungeon, get your ass kicked by a boss, and now you have like thirty plus minutes to, you know, regain again. Yeah, isn't that uh, that there is a reason those tropes are dead <laughs> because yeah, no one likes it. They say the story is actually phenomenal, and so are the uh, characters. So I, yeah. I might, I definitely will probably check it out since it's on Game Pass. Yeah, because it's uh, it blends like three different timelines. So you play, you know, you like okay. you'll visit a town in the past, and then you'll be in there in the present, and then you'll even uh, get to, I guess, depending on your actions, you can rewrite the future, so to speak. So. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, got... I know I've I know I've heard people talk about that game uh, in the past, and. And yeah, there were there were quite a few people who were really really enjoyed it a lot. If you like those JRPG games, but yeah. I just wanted to say one thing really quick is that the thing is is I I wish 
more people would uh, instead incorporate uh, the uh, the quick resume, so then they wouldn't have to worry about the like saving stuff quite as much. You know, mm-hmm. like that that could essentially like almost replace that in the future if they, you know, in in some ways. But right, you know, right, so if you yeah. could just turn it I, off. I, I didn't realize that like, just like quick resume has to be encoded into the software of the game. Yeah. So like yeah. it's not like it's something that just the system does for you. Like you have to actually code it into the game. Yeah. Because that's when I found out like not a lot of games have the quick resume feature, but the feature's there if you want to develop yeah. it for your for your game. So yeah, and I think I think you know coming off the end of a generation into a new one, we will will probably slowly see that uh, that you know just be something that that games will have. I'm mm-hmm. I, at least I I hope, but. But yeah, we'll see, I guess. Otherwise, uh, here's one of the more interesting ones, and this one's out now as the time you'll you'll be uh, listening to this. And I think by the time you listen to this, most of the games will be out. You got Atomicrops, which is an action-packed, roguelike, bullet hell farming simulator game. Huh. <laughs> uh, How does that you can, work? You, you have to tend to, tend to crops that are mutated because this is a post-apocalyptic. I forgot to add that one. It's a post-apocalyptic okay. wasteland that you're in. Uh, you can marry townsfolk, kind of like Stardew Valley or what's that other one? Uh, Harvest Moon. Uh, Pat, you can collect cats in this game. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And obviously, you have, it's a bullet hell game, so you have to kill mutant creatures. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Interesting. That This one's out now for cloud console and PC. Uh, we talked about Raji. That's on. Uh, it's an ancient epic. Uh, that one's out on cloud console and PC. Um, and then Last Stop as well. That's yep. on the cloud console and PC. Um, Blinks, the time sweeper. You remember Xbox's old <laughs> mascots? We're yeah. talking OG Xbox. Yeah. So um, oh, they God. are putting this on Game Pass on the 26th. I might I'm de- be playing I, that. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna go back and revisit that. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like a celebration of 20 years of Xbox that they're yeah. doing this for. So yeah, I actually haven't seen. I have, I mean, granted, I haven't paid attention too much, but I haven't seen too much in terms of uh, Xbox games being kind of um, ported to the yeah. new systems, but that's cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, Crimson Skies High Road to Revenge is another yeah. one. It's kind of like a 1940s or 1920s themed action uh, flight, sim- not, not a flight simulator, but like action airplane combat game. Shoot them up. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, which uh, that that's another one that was uh, a a massive like has a massive following and yeah when they like kind of rogue just dropped that info that that was going to be added a lot of people were excited because yeah, yeah. That's, uh, because that was that was a really good series at the time it was something unique and yeah. air combat games were pretty I, I think around that time even pretty popular like. Ace mm-hmm. Combat was like pumping out games left and right on the PlayStation 2. So I think this was Xbox's version of it. So uh, yeah. both of these games, Blinks and Crimson Skies, are just on the cloud and console. Um, on the on Tuesday, we're going to get Microsoft Flight Simulator. So um, yes. if you always had a dream of flying to exotic locations, and they the detail work that they did on a lot of these locations is pretty damn top-notch. Like yeah. they actually used actual satellite data to make this game and yeah, yeah i mean just I, I, like i i can't imagine like i mean you, you don't need to be it says flight simulator so i can't imagine it's going to be like you know super time consuming in terms of trying to fly a plane but 
I think mostly you're just going to love the locations that you can fly to. So, yeah. And I think, I think, uh, um, you know, if we, I think, I think we heard, uh, rumors or, or maybe confirmation that soon there should be some kind of flight stick or something coming out for, for the new consoles. Uh, I would hope so. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I mean, especially if this, if this game kind of takes off because, you can fly any manner of planes. You can fly small little Learjets, those little private jets, mm-hmm. or you can fly like, you know, the big wide body, you know, aircrafts too. So like passenger yeah. aircrafts. Yeah. And so, they got that, they got that hot shots, uh, DLC that's coming out with the, where, you know, where you can play as, <laughs> you know, fly in the, the, the hot the shot, top, the jets. Yeah. Top, top gun. Yeah. Top so, gun. Yeah. 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 Top gun. Yeah. You're, you're thinking of the movie hot shots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still one of the funniest movies series is out there. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, otherwise there's a Lethal League Blaze coming out for cloud console on PC on the 29th. Uh, basically, it's an anti-gravity game, ball game, something. I don't know. Um, looks interesting. But uh, yeah, um, even now, apparently it's, uh, you know, the game is illegal according to the city and the area that you live in. But now it's been pushed to underground, so it's super edgy. I don't know. Uh, you got Omno that's coming out. This one's a Game Pass on day one that's coming out. Uh, Pat, you were talking about this earlier today because that was this is a new release. But um, uh, apparently it's a single-player journey of discovery through Ancient World of Wonders. And it was created by one guy, Jonas Manke. Yeah. That's yep. kind of interesting. So yeah, it kind this, of, this it game looks like a little bit of like that- a... Go ahead. Oh, it's, I, it's yeah. It's a peaceful exploration. Yeah. Yeah. The, game. Yeah. This kind of remind this me is, of that one game by the uh, the the witness. That's what it kind of reminds me of a little bit. Yeah. yeah this probably was, less. This was one of those. Stuff. Yeah. This was one of those that when we first when they first showed it. Should I, we keep I was, interrupting Jesse to make sure he doesn't say anything? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm the host. Every, Let me every talk. Time, every time, every time he talks, we just get interrupt him. This is our podcast now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're taking over. It's we got the X. <laughs> yeah, this. But one, yeah, when we seen this game, I, this was one of those that definitely was was interesting to me. Yeah. You know, like when it comes to indie games, I'm the indie games usually are what what attract my attention most of the time over the third the bigger third party game because i mean you know when it comes to the bigger third party games you kind of know what you're gonna like and what you're what you're not for the most part but the indie games you know can be very surprising you know they yeah. can do things do well, things i mean that, that, you that's really the to enjoy that's really the kind of benefit of game pass is that it leads you to games that you probably would never have thought yeah. to play or even like be interested in playing because yep. as we know eventually these games stay on game pass they don't stay on game pass for long so um once they get removed from game pass you can actually buy them for a 20 percent discount so yeah. um yeah, because you're I mean, a game pass subscriber which is kind of cool yeah like i know um there's some people didn't really care for it but like uh when ashen first came out like that came directly to game pass and like I I was really excited that 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 got added and and I played it and it's you know very much a Souls kind of game, right? Yeah, uh, for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean I loved it so much that when it left Game Pass, I ended up buying it. You know, mm-hmm. 
And that's kind of, you know, like I had it not been on Game Pass, I don't know whether I would have bought it or not, you know. That actually happened to me recently. I was invested in Final Fantasy IX, and all of a sudden they took it <laughs> off of Game Pass, and I'm like, yeah. damn it, I got to buy it again? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's no big deal. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, hey, that's the thing. You you know, like we still, we, we still want to support, support games just because they're on Game Pass. Yeah, know, right. Okay. Hey, I'm I'm going to I'm going to support them. I mean, you know, especially if they're they they went they went out of the way and said, "Hey, you know, like we want people to be able to get play our game on Game Pass." I'm even more, you know, like looking forward to trying to support them be it, you know, like spending money on on, you know, other things outside right. of it or whatever. Well, yeah, because if you like it, you'll buy it at the end yeah. of it. Like yeah. if it's a game you want to revisit to say like, oh, it's leaving Game Pass. So oh, I think I'll just buy it. Like and that, I think that's a benefit to developers as a whole. So yeah. um yeah. otherwise we got Project Wingman that's coming out for the PC. Uh this is a kind of like a dogfighting uh game but a little bit more tense. Um okay. so uh and then we got the Ascent which it's like a isometric third person kind of uh, twin stick shooter type, but um, it's uh, it can be played solo and co-op, and it's kind of set in like a Mars uh, cyberpunk style world, and it's uh, and it's kind of like a, a world that's overrun by corporations, and apparently the Ascent Group, which is one of the corporations that owns a significant part of the world, has just collapsed. So now you have to kind of like it's like kind of like a survival game, so to speak, where you're doing yeah. odd jobs and. The game as an isometric third person action game is it looks gorgeous like yeah really gritty really cyberpunk looking uh run down rustic just i mean it, it looks good so this is coming out on july 29th on the cloud console and pc uh day one so yeah i'm I, this is another one of them that i'm definitely looking forward to giving a shot so. yep for sure i and i was talking about that because i think the isometric third person action game is kind of it's been so overplayed and like the market is just so saturated with these games, but this is probably yeah. one of the more unique ones that I've seen come out recently that yeah. really pushed the, push the graphics to the next level. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah I'm otherwise that's, that. uh, otherwise that's pretty much it. That's coming out. Um, what's leaving game pass actually is uh, going to be, it lurks below. This is going to mm -hmm. be leaving at the end of the month of so July 31st, the tourist, and undermine but uh like i said earlier if these are games you're still playing you know you can buy them with a 20 percent discount mm -hmm. yeah and and i feel like most of those are really really old have been out for quite some time now for quite yeah. a few years yeah the tourist i think has been out for at least a year so yeah yeah tour so, yeah actually actually that's i think it? that game's like six or seven i think that game's like six years old no i the tourist the tourist, it, yeah, it's probably closer to like two or three. <clears throat> yeah, okay. because I remember buying it new on the Switch. Okay. Oh, and okay. oddly enough, it's one of the best running games on the Switch. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I mean, that, that's because it has it has a minimal graphic. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's it, it's minimal in terms of its graphics, but everything is hugely detailed. And if you like that Minecraft cubism look, yeah. But and and the frame rate is so silky smooth. But that's probably because the world's not populated with like. You know immense graphic hardware so yeah i forget is that the one where you're like it's just a lot of puzzle solving um pretty much like you're 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 this guy dressed like tom Selleck 
from Magnum PI, and okay. you're uh, unearthing these ancient buildings and ancient civilizations, and you're basically uh, taking a boat from island to island, unlocking all these different um, ancient sites, so to speak. Okay. Because, yeah, I, I don't know. You're trying to unearth something or whatever, but it's it's a pretty unique game. It takes you to some pretty unique locations, and you meet some interesting people along the way. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek humor a bit, and a little mm -hmm. bit of seriousness too, and it's a very quiet, easygoing, like kind of relaxing game too, actually. So until you try to start beating the high scores in the arcade and start ripping your hair out. <laughs> yeah, I, I stayed at that arcade for a little bit longer than I would like to have <laughs> admitted, but I'm like, okay, I gotta keep playing this game. And I well, I wanted to get the thousand gamer score, so you know, really? I had to high score all three of those. Yep. Well, you know, honestly, I'll be honest, like, I, I don't really care too much about, like, like, I mean, yeah. Choose your words carefully. Choose your words carefully. Know your audience. Not that I don't care about, like, achievements and all that stuff. Yep, he said But it. But I, I don't care about them as much as some people. But what I do enjoy is what when you, you get. some people, bro? Mm -hmm. But I do enjoy, like, you know, like, when you get to see your, your friends list and see, like, their score for something, and it can kind of give you the, the chance to beat, try to beat their score. Like, see? I love that the, tri the Trials games. The Trials games were always a lot of fun to try to beat uh, friends on your friends list. Uh, see, achievements have a benefit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gives you a little Encourages you to play more. Yeah. So, so, all right. Yeah, well, uh, thank you for uh, that nice piece about Game Pass. Aw, thank you for calling it nice. <laughs> all right, so now we'll get into the, the Arsa news or the AX news, whatever you... I like AX whatever. news. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the first, the first thing here, um, and this has kind of been a little bit of a hot topic, but... Uh, so Psychonauts 2 will be getting a Series XS upgrade, and I think, I I think it was day one. I I forgot to add my. I would hope here. so after that. I, yeah, 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 long incubation period. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's day one. But yeah, so yeah, a lot of the the big stink is a lot of people getting upset that there's not a. I'm not a PS5, you know, version of it coming out, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like I just kind of wanted to bring it up because the, the, the problem is, is there, you know, there never really was, uh, you know, plans for a next generation version of this game period when it was made, because I mean, you know, this game is supposed to have been done here for years now. Well, you know, admittedly, before. the only, the only upgrade that they're getting is 60 frames a second and 120 frames a second. Yeah. Uh, the resolution is pretty much staying the same comparatively from the yeah. Xbox One X as, as yeah. much. If you're playing on an old Xbox One, you're only going to be playing it in 1080p. But, um, you know, a max frame rate checked out at like 30 frames a second. But, um, yeah. And yeah, I otherwise, would imagine quick resume is probably going to be something in it as well. Yeah, um, maybe, yeah. So... But yeah, and and so yeah, the but it, I mean still yeah, it'll be nice, especially when you're dealing with a a platforming game, you know, like having those higher frame rates, um, you know, I think could be could be very useful. But like, 
you know, all accounts of, of people who've, who've kind of played, played, played it already, but mm-hmm. aren't really allowed to say a whole lot about it yet have, have been, you know, nothing but good things to say about, you know, the way it looks and, and people are, are impressed by kind of like what it, what it's doing and stuff. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this game. I am I, uh, not. I was never a Psychonauts fan to begin with. So okay. this, I mean, I appreciate Double Fine as a developer. Yeah. You know, they've made some great games in the past and, you know, really unique art style and unique storytelling. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, this, this game just, I don't know, it, it doesn't, I've seen trailers for it and it looks good, but yeah. it's, it's, I don't know, it's just not interesting to me, I guess. I'm yeah. excited for it. Well, good for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I didn't really, I haven't finished, I haven't finished the first one. I did play it but I haven't finished it. Um, I'll be honest. It was just a little hard for me to, to, cause it's just is so out of date at this point. Like you don't, I, you don't like waiting like 45 to a full 60 seconds between load times, but like <laughs> walking in and out of cabins and, you know, experiencing another 45 to 60 seconds of load time. Oh my nothing, God. Nothing it was be, horrible. Nothing will be worse than, uh, the I, I've I've experienced and now mind you it's not it's not officially on Dreamcast but I have a copy of uh, of um oh, what the heck is it? I just blanked on it now uh, Half Life I have a I have an unofficial copy of Half Life for oh, Dreamcast boy. and I'll tell you. Every single time, like we were talking earlier about the the um, fixed camera kind of stuff, imagine if every single time the fixed camera changed in a Resident Evil game, it was a loading screen. <laughs> well, um, what 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 game was it? Uh, Alone in the Dark was like that. Yeah, um, I have, it was because yeah, the disc would spin between each each yeah. camera change, and, and I have we, that game we we, we have to give props to Alone in the Dark because Alone in the Dark was the first. Yeah. to to have that kind of like fixed camera angle third person uh mode it's just resident evil just came and perfected it yeah. where they made it seamless like there's no loading screens whatsoever yeah. um because they had static backgrounds i think that was their that was their benefit yeah and can, can, yeah, can, can i say admittedly part of this new generation is being a series x owner and a ps5 owner like i love the fact that there's like very little to no load times yeah i like, love that I, I love that so much, you know, yeah. playing yeah. games like Ratchet and Clank where like you go to the title screen right in the gameplay within like two seconds. Like yep. it's freaking amazing. It's just yeah. like, wow. Even yeah, like playing like, you know, even like some of the older games, like if you play PlayStation 4 games on the PlayStation 5, like the load screens are just, wor- you just warp through them. Like it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Even well, games we, that we, traditionally have longer load screens like Assassin's Creed, on yeah. the uh, the Xbox Series X, the not no, I'm sorry, the PlayStation Five, uh, it only took like maybe three seconds for it to you know switch over to the map. Yeah, yeah, and Control Control was one of those games that that it made a, a major difference in load times for Control <clears throat> and yeah, for uh, sure. game games like uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, who have you know had uh, significant load times for. For, you well, know. yeah, the way Rockstar would do it, it was like literally like a two-minute loading screen when you started the game up. Yeah. So you, you would, would just load basically the whole hit entire map. Yeah, pretty much. So it's like you sit there, 
Can you just like, okay, start game and then just like walk away, go make yourself a sandwich and then come back and then still wait for your lo- the loading screen to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Those famous, uh, yeah, like screens that change to different characters in the game. Yeah. <laughs> make you sit there for 15 minutes. But yeah, so, so yeah, any, any more thoughts on, on the Psychonauts 2? Well, admittedly, this is not like, I mean, I, I guess I can understand PlayStation fans being a little upset by this because, um, from what I understand and reading the art, reading this article on Forbes.com is that I, I guess that the reason it doesn't run at 60 frames a second on the PlayStation five, because there is no native PlayStation five version of this game. Mm -hmm. It is made. And this was the, this is the reason why I think, and this is why it's easier to put a game out on the Xbox series X and take advantage of the hardware because that's where PlayStation five and series X differ. Mm -hmm. You can put out a decent update to a game that came out of the Xbox one to have it run at 60 frames a second, but you can't do that on the PlayStation five hardware Mm -hmm. unless uh, unless you really literally rework the game. That's why there's so many games. There's so many Xbox one games that have this kind of speed boost or this like upgrade boost compared to PlayStation five games, because I I imagine on PlayStation five, you almost would have to like literally rework the game. You couldn't just update it. Well, there, it would, it would have to be, uh, like a hardware cause what's happening is yeah, the, the PlayStation does not have that AI learning. Yeah. Um, that, that the Xbox one, the, the series X has. Um, and so that's, what's helping them out is the, the AI learning stuff is doing a lot of the, uh, the adjustments to the, to the game to make it run at those those mm-hmm. frame rates without them having to literally do break down code and do do everything on a code level like it's it that's what's really impressive like yeah i mean that i i honestly think like once we you know what once the the generations kind of moves forward there's a lot of things that that ai learning is going to be able to do beyond just that i think we're we're just kind of scratching. I don't the even surface. I don't even want to think of that. Like it's it's just kind of scares yeah. me a little bit to think like how AI can really control uh, the games that we play in the future. Mm-hmm. To where most games everybody will have different experiences with, and the AI will adjust to your play style automatically, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. But, but interesting, but I mean, interesting, scary, and a little bit exciting at the same time, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, you know, ultimately, like when if you. I, I would I would go as far to say that nine times out of ten, when you ask someone, you know, like in the previous generations, what what's something that that games really really need to get better at, and it's the AI, like the AI in game, like so many times the AI is just so bad, and like you you know, like when you get stuck with a character that's that's controlled by AI and they doing mm-hmm. their own thing, a lot of the times you get frustrated because it's like they're they're not actually helping you and a lot of times they'll actually just be a burden more than almost anything almost else. like a hindrance yeah for sure yeah but. so 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 you know, i mean I think har- hardware wise that's that. the re- yeah hardware wise that's the difference why it can't run uh yeah. on the playstation 5 because that would require i think extra development time from double fine and i don't think obviously them being a microsoft studio now i don't think they're keen on that 
So yeah, sorry, PlayStation fans, you're just gonna have to kind of deal with this one, or just buck up and buy an Xbox Series X, bro. I'll I'll be honest, I I could you know, and I and I kind of mentioned this before we started the show, but I could see them out of the goodness of their heart, like nope. if they have some free time, nope. Nope. maybe maybe doing something with it, but I it's not going to be. It's not going to be something that they they worry about anytime soon. No, you know? um, it's a business. Don't forget. It's yeah, a business. yeah. And yeah. they're not gonna right now. They're not gonna work extra for Sony. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft's not gonna allow it. And yeah. you know it sucks, but that's the nature yeah. of the business. Yeah. So, yeah. I would I, I I would I would love for that to happen. You know. Yeah. To toss PlayStation fans a bone, but uh, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, that's but otherwise I mean, that's all I had right, that's though. all I had to say about it. Pat, you have anything else to add at all? No. Nope. All right. So the the next thing, uh so we've kinda Phil Spencer had done, you know, done some interviews. He was on uh the kind of funny, you know, uh podcasts and uh so like we've we kind of been getting little tidbits here and there of, of little information about stuff. Uh, just through some of the things he kind of, you know, mentioned without bringing too much attention to anything. But uh, so, like, we, we've we kind of gotten a somewhat idea of of Elder Scrolls, like, kind of uh, a time period in which it could be uh, released, you know. And uh, so, yeah, there's uh, this uh, article here that I... That I got. Yeah, it. he kind of, yeah, he kind of like ghosted, talking about uh, Elder Scrolls Six, kind of in a backhanded comment where he said, uh, I think the interviewer said like, oh, is Fable gonna come out before Elder Scrolls? Before. And he said, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. he kind of followed it up with saying like, expect Fable in 2023, most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that puts Elder Scrolls out to like 2024 or probably even later, which yeah. I wouldn't be surprised because like, you gotta imagine like. I mean, they got Starfield coming out next year in 2022, yep. and then yeah, they probably haven't even started building Elder Scrolls yet. Yeah, yeah. Not, not full steam. You know, they're probably in pre-production phase where they're just kind of mm-hmm. nailing story, nailing lore, and all that other stuff. And yeah. I imagine, like, once that game releases, and they'll probably put together a small team to update it, if need be, um, unless a Fallout 76 situation occurs. Um, <laughs> yeah, then they'll go all hands on deck. Well, well yeah, and you, you know, and we know that you, we've got the uh the games that that you know, technically Sony will have the the year exclusivity deal for. So I mean, you know, like Oh you, yeah, you it gotta... actually even says in the interview, mm-hmm. he says the project's kind of intertwined, but it's good to think the Elder Scrolls 6 as still being in a design stage. So it's yeah. still being drawn up on pen and paper, so they probably don't even yeah. have any working concepts of the game as we yeah. speak. Yeah, but you know, like like I was like I was saying, we you know, like we've got those games that are essentially done, um, but you know, have a year year exclusivity deal with Sony, and so we you know, like they've got plenty of stuff to pad out in between the releases of those you know, those games that will be coming. So, like, you know, that's the thing is there's, you know, like I I think we could all, we're probably all on the same page that we'd rather they take their time with those games, 
just make an amazing, you know, game that that just blows blows us away and really takes advantage of next gen, you know, this gen's hardware, and you know, and really really does something, you know, that that says that hey, this is you need, you know, we needed this hardware in order to be able to play it. Like, well, yeah, they're using a new engine, so yeah, the uh, thankfully that engine that they were using for, you know, Skyrim and Fallout was just severely outdated mm-hmm. and it needs to get an upgrade. It needed to get an upgrade. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I know they've said in the past that they upgraded it, but I, it, it never really felt like they actually did a whole lot to, yeah. because there was still always janky and, you know, their games would just have so many just little issues now, I, I know some people didn't care about that and actually welcomed some of that stuff because it was funny at times, you know, like, but, but at funny the same ha-ha time. Funny ha-ha or funny sad? <laughs> uh, both. <Yeah. laughs> we'll, we'll say both. Yeah. But, but, you know, like, I think now with, you know, especially with them joining Xbox and and, like, Xbox does need to prove that that they're going to be able to release some, you know, some some really really good high you know quality games that people triple A titles, yeah. Yeah, so that I just you know there there can't be too much room for that anymore. You know they've got to kind of they've got to kind of you know move past that that era of game building and and uh, have better products now. So. So we'll we'll see. Hopefully they they do. Uh, well, do Bethesda's going to bring it for them. Yeah. Bethesda's going to bring it for them. That's yeah. probably their. I mean, it costs a lot of money, but I think it's going to pay off for them in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I hope so. It's I, I hope so too. <laughs> well, this just this this generation, be be you playing on PS5 or or Series X, like I'm just I'm excited. I'm excited for some good competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, I do personally feel like there are areas that Sony is, is really kind of slipping on, like the, the, where there's, there's some slippery slope there of, of some area that I do think that I, Xbox could just all of a sudden blow past them in, but, mm-hmm. you know, but we'll, we'll see. And I mean, so be it, if that does happen, that then hopefully Sony reacts um, you know, the way that they need to, to, to try to co- compete. And, you know, we just see a good generation of competition because. Well, Sony's, Sony said it before in the past where they've, you know, they've said they're doubling down on AAA titles. And I think they have like 12 AAA titles in active de- development right now. Yeah. yeah. Something astronomical where it's like, how many studios do you have? But, yeah. you know, uh, th- that includes the gambit of like probably, you know, Gran Turismo, uh, racing games, you know, a lot of the, you know, what Insomniac is doing and, um, you know, other, their other kind of development houses, but yeah. So they're doubling down on, on it as well, because they know Microsoft is going to start bringing it over these next couple of years. Mm -hmm. So, all right. And actually I'm going to, I'm going to throw, uh, is there anything you would like to say, Pat, actually about this first? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm. There's something I'm gonna add really quickly that I completely forgot about. Um, did you guys did you guys watch the the EA Play stuff then at all? 
I uh, caught the the only thing I caught was the Dead Space. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So everything matter. else I can care less about. Yeah. 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 That's that's all I was gonna ask you guys about. Like, were were you guys excited? Because I I like I know like for me I absolutely just love horror games. Like, so I mean like you know Dead Space is right up there with Resident Evil for me. Like as mm-hmm. as some of the best games, and then right underneath that is probably that first condemned game is still one of my favorite of all yeah. time, which is another game franchise I wish they would re re redo. Like you know, I don't like think that developers a... around anymore because yeah, I think they went on to make the last game I think they made was Darkness Two. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think they're around anymore after that. I'll have to go. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't I don't think they are either. I can't remember, but yeah, it's that like I just that was such a gem, a hidden gem on 360. Like that was such a good horror. Like mm-hmm. that that game was I think the only game other than like the original Resident Evil like when when uh dude breaks through the wall that you're running down the hallway and and all of a sudden dude just breaks through the wall and scares the yeah. ass off you. Like yeah, right. a game, horror games don't really, those jump scares don't really get me too often, but man, like there's nothing like that in, in, uh, condemned when you're like, you're walking through these dark rooms and all of a sudden you just see a shadow of someone running mm-hmm. past the doorway down the hall and you're just like, oh, ass. And then next was- thing you know, there was another pathway that they could go and there's, they're running at you with like a pipe or whatever, ready to bash your head in your toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so actually, um, they uh, it's made by Monolith Studios. Oh. Okay. And you know they made the recent uh, Middle Earth games. So yeah. I don't know what I don't know if they're working on anything right now. Yeah. Um, I... Monolith Studios is a is, is a Warner Brothers um, developer now. So I imagine they're working on the next game in the lord of the rings universe i don't know hmm. maybe maybe xbox acquires them <laughs> because I, that was another thing i was i was i forgot about there's been a lot of speculation because there was um i don't know if you guys there there was the someone from xbox had posted something well uh um uh, congratulating someone on their acquisition by microsoft mm-hmm. Or something like that and then deleted it and like when you tried to click on the link he deleted it quick enough that that people didn't no one actually for the first time it feels like ever no one got a got a, a screen capture of what it was mm. or who it was or something like that so like that that had kind of been in the news uh recently too and i so but there there's been some uh some some talk that possibly some of those Warner brother uh, studios that they're going to sell out, uh, you know, by themselves instead of just selling that, the whole entire thing. That would be interesting so. because WB games had a good string of, you know, good games come out. Obviously the middle yeah. earth games were very successful and yeah. uh, you know, mortal Kombat was hugely successful for them. And so um, yeah, well, yeah. whatever. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, they're still around. Nothing on their website that indicates what what game they're working on right now. But yeah, it's just they actually be an open world game. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know. Uh, obviously they developed Fear, which was a really good shooter. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that's one of those that I still 
I I I played the I played most of the first one a lot you know a long time ago now at this point, mm-hmm. but I I never really played too much of the the second. I think there was like three or four of them, wasn't there? Yeah, there was three of them. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that Dead Space remaster. Yeah. Um, I still think the original stands up on its own as still a great mm-hmm. game experience. So it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, if you haven't played it, you know, you'd go back to it and play. It would play very janky. But you know, it's it's a PS3 and Xbox 360 game, so it still stands yeah. out as like you're gonna get a good AAA game experience playing it now. It's just mm-hmm. obviously whenever EA Motive. Uh, releases this game which i don't think we have a release date at this point um yeah it's going to be it's going to look even more amazing and more yeah. of a love letter to fans of the series because they're yeah, actually working I, with members of the fan community okay yeah nice yeah that because see that's the thing is i i what i really want them to do is and i think i think at this point now like you know i think it would be safe to say that that the uh, Resident Evil franchise, in particular, of their their remakes of their games is like a is like a almost a poster child for this new era of of redoing games of like where they just nailed it out of the park. And Resident Evil Two remake was so good. Yeah, yeah, it was a masterpiece. Like I I hate yeah. to think like I like that game better than the original because yeah I, I loved too. Resident Evil Two too. with a passion. And, yep. you know, the fact that they remade my favorite game of all time, practically, and yep. made it even better is just like icing on the cake. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> the, once that game came out, I literally all I did was I sat down and I played it until I beat it with both characters. Like I it was just that game and I was not playing anything else until I finished it. And yeah. I almost I almost finished the whole entire game both playthroughs and i think i finished it in two to two or three days so nice which nice. you know i with not having a lot of of free time was was pretty quick turnaround for me yeah <laughs> but yeah so like i yeah any if they if they can hit hit you know dead space with that kind of passion and and love for for the you know the original game and you know give it that 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 nice uh tlc i i would be all for it i'm all for it because though those games you know i still need to i i still would like to go put back and play three again even though i know a lot of people didn't really care for that game i just mm-hmm. for me i just love the franchise too much that i i was willing to uh, uh you know after the first and the second one they gave you so much good game time of just playing excellent games i i was able to overlook you know some of the the things in the third one you know yeah, I don't, it wasn't I don't it wasn't it terrible yeah but i don't it clearly it wasn't the best in the series but yeah yeah no not. i have a soft spot for two i think two is my favorite so yeah. pat and i we talked about this earlier that uh mm. if this one's successful they better start working on a remake for two yeah, yeah two two is the best in the series Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind I, of. I, I imagine this will be successful. I, I imagine it will be for longtime fans and even new fans that maybe uh, missed it. But um, yeah, they better, they better be thinking like we got to remake two right away, um, because they did that with Resident Evil Two remake, and then yeah. they remade Resident Evil Three like a year later. So that yeah. led me to believe they were probably in, in co-development at the time. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Can you imagine high-res graphics? We're talking Series X, PlayStation 5 graphics of that needle going into your eye. Could you imagine that? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. They should just, you know, what if you were to change the perspective so you actually saw the needle coming into your eye? Yeah. Oh, bro, and then have the detail of, like, everything blurred except the needle, like, going in. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Yeah, that would be uh, worth it just to put it on the PlayStation VR just for that moment. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, that yeah. So I yeah, I wanted to bring that up because I figure you guys were right up there with me with you know like just loving that franchise and. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's it's our, one of my favorite horror franchises. Absolutely. Yeah. All all right. So um the I got some extra content here extra content i like it um so so the the one thing i kind of you know i was talking with you guys before the show um you know we the the whole lawsuit with activision stuff in california kind of came up and you know like there's there's been there's been murmurs and talks you know over the years of a couple of different developer you know like companies that have had some you know not so great things happening in uh you know in their in the workplace and uh so yeah the lawsuit uh kind of stuff information was getting shared on i i seen it on twitter um from some actually there there's a couple of people i follow on twitter that that are in the business and and actually had said like you know posted it and said, yeah, this is why I left Activision, you know, being female, uh, you know, people that, that were working in these these places. And so they, they kind of are getting sued because of the frat boy-like work environment. Well, Pat, um, you said Alana, Alana Pierce made a mention of it. And she yeah. kind of said it in a sly comment. Yeah, it wasn't active. The comment wasn't at Activision, but it's the industry in general. Yeah, as a very frat boy, like even uh, some of the news agencies, like she worked at Rooster Teeth and IGN, but even they still had people that uh, did not treat their women with very much respect. Yeah, yeah, and let let me add Activision slash putting it loosely uh, Blizzard, you know, like uh, you know for this lawsuit in particular because the uh, Blizzard now is part of you know Activision. Um, so there's still there's still some gray areas to where where these things are happening, but I'm gonna be honest. I I could see this kind of stuff happening in the section of the people working on the your Call of Duties and where it's you know this, like this was happening in sections of people doing your World of Warcraft. This this actually was Blizzard. Yeah. Oh, was it actually more yeah. Blizzard yeah. than? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, cause well, I, because I, the article it, thing I read didn't really go. It, like it talked about the things in in que question what was happening, but I I didn't really see any like particular in that first article that I read of like nailing down like what what one, area. One of the that, names called out was the creative director of act uh, of World Warcraft okay. as being um, very handsy and. Uh, asking a lot of uncomfortable questions, inviting female employees back to his hotel room. 
constant like constant nagging even if they told him no yeah mm-hmm. yeah they the, well the one thing that they bring they brought up that that really really was i mean you know don't get me wrong like none of none of this should be taken lightly but but the one thing that really really stuck out to me is you know that someone literally took their life on on a on a work uh trip because one of the the their the employees was um sharing manager. like yeah sharing nude photos of her at like christmas party and like just just awful things like and just i mean just unspeakable things that that i was just like sickened by like listening to or reading you know reading well yeah because in this particular retreat this manager wanted to engage this woman sexually so he brought butt plugs and like other paraphernalia and i think they were at a party event too and they were showing pictures of her uh, naked i mean however Mm -hmm. however way they found it i mean like what we talked about earlier is that uh they um men engaged in cube crawls yeah where basically women were subjected to cube crawls which male employees drink copious amounts of alcohol apparently at work i don't know why you do yeah why that's acceptable and they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior toward female employees so i can only imagine if like you know a woman's wearing a skirt or something like that or shorts or something and yeah they they crawl through and take pictures of them in inappropriate places or do other freaking middle school aged bullshit yeah yeah so like you know like i yeah like like reading this and just learning about this i i honestly at this point like i've completely written anything to do with activision blizzard i like the until until something is done or there's a change uh like a dramatic change that and and proof that that they're doing something because the fact that this has gone on and, you know, like you said, like drinking and stuff in the workplace, like I understand, like if you're having like a Christmas party or something where, you know, obviously it's not work time. It's it's we're having a party. We're having something going on um, in not, you know, there's a difference between that and drinking while you're at work doing supposed to be doing work and doing, you know, and then obviously no matter what time doing these awful things like for that to go on i mean the very very top has to know that that's there's you can't tell me that that there's anyone who didn't know these things were going on yeah and and that's actually accused of in the lawsuits that you know the top did know these women have gone to hr yeah. And these women have actually faced retaliation for going to HR. Mm-hmm. They would be passed up for promotions or they'd be uh, transferred to divisions that, you know, they wouldn't have wanted to go to in the, uh, in the beginning or just basically uh, treated like crap afterwards. Yeah, yeah, they were even deprived of work in certain instances where, like, you know, there were special projects going on that women were not even considered to be part of because of this, you know, childish retaliation. Yeah. And like, even just oh, like, you know, like having kids and, and knowing the things that, that women have to go through when, you know, when you have a young, uh, an, you know, a young, very, very young newborn child 
and them, you know, them getting kicked out of the room where they, the lactation room, because the guys got something more important to do, you know, like that kind of shit. It's just like, are you kidding me? Like, like what kind of disgusting ass people are, you know, like, so, so yeah, like I, I, not one cent of my money is going to go to anything that any of these people have anything to do with at this point. And, you know, for the foreseeable future until something dramatically is done about this and, and, you know, people are, are have end up taking responsibility for, for this stuff and punished for it, you know, like, at this point, it feels like some of these areas just need to be completely gutted, like, or possibly just, like, I, I don't know, <laughs> like, honestly, this is so, this is so, like, absurd and just disgusting that, like, do you, like, at this point, do you just completely get rid of it? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, it's it's just insane to me. I don't even know what they could do to redeem themselves at this point. I know what you they know? can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can, you know, take a strong stance against it now. And like Story and I, uh, we talked about this at very at extreme length in our podcast this morning yeah. about like, you know, we keep hearing about these situations come up and up, but nothing seems to happen. And so we offered yeah. some tips about, you know, how, how can we as people like, I guess, discourage this kind of behavior. And yeah. we actually didn't talk about the one you brought up, and that was boycott. You know, yeah. if they, the best way to talk to a business is to, you know, is with your wallet. Yeah. Don't buy their products. You know. Yeah. Forgo the next Call of Duty. Forgo the next Warcraft expansion. Yeah. And I'll, or and just I, like remove I, your Warcraft subscription. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I'd actually be curious to look into this in the next year to see how many people have dropped their Warcraft uh, subscriptions because as we know this is a this is commonplace in Blizzard studios um and their Warcraft development so it'd be interesting to see a lot, if a lot of people pull their subscriptions um from it yeah. i know blizzard got into trouble with this uh, a few years ago about some comments that they made and a lot of people pulled their subscriptions from them as yeah. well um, that was the that was the whole china thing yeah that was the whole china thing yeah when they were like yeah. they, uh, the they free taiwan price- or yeah, free, uh, they, free Hong Kong. Yeah, they took that guy's prize money away. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. but, and then uh, they stopped people from actually unsubscribing from World of Warcraft. Yeah, fuckers. Yeah. But uh, like uh, another thing we talked about is just, you know, generally as like us as human beings, when we see the culture, it's like we have to call it out as we see it. And mm-hmm. I kind of brought up the interesting topic of just like, why don't you ask that person why the hell you would do something so inappropriate or say something so inappropriate mm-hmm. and just kind of gauge what the answer is. Nine yeah. times out of 10, you're going to get a childish second grade style answer where it's like, well, I took, I squeezed her boobs because she's got big boobs. It's like, that's your reasoning, bro. Do you know how, how you sound right now? Yeah. You sound childish. And, you know, ultimately what that may end up is retaliation against that person calling it out. But I mean, it's a small price to pay because we need to keep that steam rolling. We can't let the fear of reprisal stop us from that. And that's also the problem in the culture is that the culture protects the accused sometimes more than the accusers. So like the women that are the victims in this case, you know, accusing, 
yeah, yeah. They're either victim shaming or even the people that are being accused of the unnecessary or disruptive behavior. Um, even if the evidence is plain as day, those people are still protected. A lot of these guys still have jobs. They have mm -hmm. high paying jobs. They get promotions. They get pay raises. They're still yep. walking around talking about women's boobs and rape culture, you know, out in front of yeah. the, out in front of everybody. And these people still have jobs and, and they're still quote unquote respected. So that's my problem is that these people hold high statuses and they need yeah. to be removed from these high statuses and almost like get blacklisted. Honestly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, HR also protects people. So like if this guy got arrested because of five accusations of rape or five accusations of sexual misconduct, the new employer doesn't have the right to ask why was this person fired? Mm -hmm. Because that eight, that company's HR is under obligation to not share that information, which is mm -hmm. bull to begin with. So, yeah. 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 Like you, like, like at this point, I feel like the, like, I'd almost want a proverbial, like, you know, not not really, but a stoning, like where these people need to just come kick out. them all in the nuts. Yeah. Kick them all well, in the you nuts. you make them grab make all the guys, them line them up. Well, kick like like you said, like make them like tell you know like say you know say why they did this yeah. and just completely put Point them in a out. situation where they're being humili humiliated and and made felt on just as uncomfortable as the women that they that they were you know like doing these things to like make yeah. them nine, you know nine shame times them out of ten the women aren't going to report this you know they they yeah. have fear of being shamed or you know just like we said it's you know if we see this happening like in our workplace or just in life you know bring it up like be like hey mm -hmm. Why are you doing this? Or, you know, that's not right. Or just like Stoy said, why did you do this? Yeah, yeah no. because I, it, it may make people reflect even themselves. Instead of being accused and being shamed, they get defensive. Mm -hmm. You know, because humans are emotional creatures. So if they get attacked, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, because of a behavior they're doing, they're going to get defensive about it and they're going to try to defend themselves. Yeah, when you ask which... them a question, it kind of lowers that wall, lowers mm -hmm. that barrier. Then now they have to think about it. Why is a 40 year old man? Why is a 40 year old man crawling between cubes drunk yeah. while at work groping? Yeah. Women? Why? Yeah. Is, why is that? <laughs> Which you see that you you see that tactic a lot when it comes to political uh, debates or, you know, like when when politics get together and they're talking about different kinds of things, you know, it's it's always questions. And a lot of times people will try to dodge them but you put these guys in a situation where they you know like well well we can sit here all day if you like until you want to tell us you know what what you need you know you're part of the you know what you need to be saying about this question because we've got all day you know like answer I the mean, question like, answer yeah. the question that's basically yeah. it. repeat it yeah. answer the question please yeah yeah and yeah. if you're not going to get a good answer it's because most 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 of the times guys think with their dick more than their brain and mm -hmm. they, they think more emotional than rational yeah. because we all know this is not rational behavior. This yeah, is emotional exactly. behavior because when they're having a good time with their buddies, it's like all those emotions fly out. No one's thinking rationally yeah. about this because rationally this is despicable. This is well, disgusting. And, then, and then add alcohol to it on top of it. And now you've got now you've got just a complete disaster. Yeah. Where, where, you know, like, like very inappropriate, you know. 
I'm sure if I were showed up to work intoxicated, which um, luckily I don't ever drink, but if I did that, I would be actually sent right back home. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think I would personal be, time. I'd be fired immediately because at my line mm-hmm. of work, I no, <laughs> mm-hmm. impossible, yeah. cannot, yeah. I cannot, I would not even be able to function. Yeah, I had a tank. So yeah, I yeah, I just I know like I just really wanted to talk about that because like, you know, like I to our listeners too, like you know, the, this is it really is in our our you know court now to to make decisions of like you know like what what we personally want to do to you know to to tell these people and these these companies that that it's got to stop and this stuff should not ever have the chance to get as out of line as this has like the the, the i mean there had to there was a lot of things that were being ignored for it to get as far as it did you know mm-hmm. with this and and we've you know we've got a you know, and I've and I've said this in the past with these kind of things, because unfortunately, you know, I'm sure this is something that unfortunately will never truly 100 percent go away. I hope it does. That would no, be great. But yeah, but that's the thing is it is it won't. And, you know, and I and I understand I understand, um, you know, like I'll never tell people that not to buy these products or not to do this. Or not to do that because that's ultimately that's your choice and in the end when you you know there are going to be innocent people who are getting punished along with these people but at some point too you've also got if you've got information and you truly are you know innocent in this situation i hope those people step up and and say and you know and drop their spill the beans or let you know let them know what they've seen and you know and help help you know hold these people accountable for what they've did um you know like let's say hold people accountable for it we need to punish them there needs to be consequences there needs to be ramifications for this kind of behavior it's not just simply going on youtube or going on twitter and saying i'm sorry for what i did and thinking you're going to be absolved of this behavior there needs yeah. to be more ramifications yeah. and repercussions to this because that's what's going to stop the behavior. Because if yeah. men act like children, then we need to treat them like children. So punishing yeah. them is going to be the only way that this behavior is going to change. And yeah. once we see a lot of big people start to go down for this stuff, that's going to have ripple effects throughout the rest of the, bit, the rest of the video game developer world because we know this isn't just isolated with Blizzard. I mean, Ubisoft get, get, got into some shit last year with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once we start seeing people go down for this behavior, that's going to change the behavior everywhere else. I guarantee yeah. it. And we, like yeah. I said, we need to take strong stances, and we can't. That's yeah. something from a business standpoint the higher-ups need to do. So whoever yeah. the higher-ups are at Blizzard need to start kind of taking heads. Yeah, and we, we can, we can let them know that we're paying attention and that we want, yeah, we want things done. But, yeah, ultimately they have to be the ones to make make those those uh changes yeah but but yeah like i said though like i until we start seeing that the behavior is not going to change yeah and me me personally i'm not they're just never seen none nothing none of the activision what i don't care who it was that was doing this stuff like just it's just easier to just say i'm done with you for now 
until something has you know been done like i'm just they're not getting my money but again that's that's my my choice and how i want to deal with it and uh let them know that i'm serious lawsuit because the state of california yeah had to do it yeah so this is uh this is going to be this isn't just one person suing them this is the state of california the california department of fair employment and housing so this is something that they're going to have to really respond to yeah they done fucked up. Yeah, you done <laughs> fucked up, Blizzard. Well, it even just like some one of their executives like came on the defense and say a lot of this is outdated. Like so? Yeah. It needs to be what addressed. Does that matter? Yeah. What does it matter if it happened ten years ago or ten days ago? It still needs yeah, to be cause, addressed. Yeah, because the problem is, is if it happened a lo- if it it happened a long time ago, but it's still happening today then it's still relevant. It's, you know, it's always going to be relevant because yeah. that that kind of stuff, you know, like we said, doesn't just go away on its own. Mm-hmm. Like you, it, you know, there, if that didn't go away, then it's not going to go away now. So, yeah, yeah it's so heads need to roll. That's all I'm going to say about yeah. that. Yeah. I, I feel bad that these people were raised in shitty households with shitty parents that t- that taught them that this behavior is acceptable. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's it, it, it's like, man, what kind of shitty parents you had? But yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a whole nother issue. I do want to yeah. speak out to the audience. If if this is happening to you in your place of work, you know, don't hold back. Like, find someone that you trust and tell them about it. You mm-hmm. know, see it. See if there are ways that you know can be figured out so that you're not always put in these uncomfortable situations, uh, and that it gets to such extreme. Mm-hmm that you know you could very well be sexually assaulted yeah and the more people that know and can help you document things and document situations and you know build you know ultimately you know yeah you may you may feel like like you're you're out of luck or or like you're not going to be able to do anything about it but yeah i mean we just we've just gotta basically get to a point of where We've got to, if someone together work in this, in these yeah. situations, because yeah, yeah kind of like what Pat said is like, you know, it may be if it's, if you're falling flat at HR, maybe telling some of your trusted coworkers, like, Hey, I just experienced this kind of behavior. And you start to, you start to get allies that can kind of help support you. And even yeah. just if they be aware of it, like all of a sudden, yeah, I just saw that happen to you. Or so, maybe he did it to me too. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. If, if, if they can kind of find a trend of, inappropriate behavior then obviously you get you can get more ammunition when you go to the higher ups or even you know hr or something so yeah i mean it's it's sad that we that things need to be this way but it's like you know it's like the the friend system that a lot of women have when they go out to bars and stuff you kind of you kind of got us to band together and and kind of watch out for each other and it's it's unfortunate that you have to have something like that in a workplace but if that's what it takes to to you know hopefully stop these things or or you know punish people for it i mean so be it you know moms just need to raise their sons better that's all i gotta say yeah i mean yeah you know and i and and there is some of that in just in cultural culturally in general that you know like i feel like you know we're trying to to move more away from as a culture but but you know like there there's just yeah there there i mean go back and watch 80s movies 
you know things like like Porky's and and oh. even even well, like Revenge well, of the watch Nerds. Mad Men. Watch Mad Men. Yeah, what yeah. the culture was like in the '40s and yeah. '50s. Yeah, I mean that's so how I mean, it was. I mean, admittedly, yeah. we're getting better as a culture because yeah. this is this has been a generational thing for as long as as long as uh, tribes have been around. Because yep. women in the past, we're talking like you know centuries and centuries ago, women were trophies. Women were conquests. You know, when you would, yep. you know, like in, in Viking culture, when you would invade villages, you would take their women. You know. Mm-hmm. And in other kind of warring tribes, women were almost traded like they were trophies. Well, and, and, you know, because obviously they didn't value women enough that, you know, they could obviously view them as as an equal. Yeah. And this has been a problem with, you know, I, I guess men in general is that, you know, yeah. that culturally we just we just still we're getting better. But we're still having a hard time getting over it. We're not getting better fast enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and I think okay. I think you know there, you know, and that's where I think a lot of things can come down even to like is like even on a a scientific level of like evolution and stuff. Like there, there without I'm not gonna go too in detail because it's kind of it's a little too gross. But I mean, you know, genetically, even just like the or the way that we we're built and like you know like the the conceiving of children and like how it happens there you know there's been writings of like you know like men would fight over who would be the one to impregnate someone and like women would Mm -hmm. just be you know like like you know five six different guys and like you know all trying to be the one Uh, yeah there's like a you know like a long long time ago but you know we've kind of moved well, who was that you king know, of England that had five wives and executed king two Henry or three of them? King Henry. Yeah. 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 Because he wanted a male heir and yeah. he married five women, killed two of them because they didn't produce him a male heir. And then yeah. naturally in the end. Who Don't was forget, the one, he also created his own religion because the church wouldn't let him divorce. Wouldn't let him divorce yeah. his first wife. Yeah, that's right. So then also, to, uh, and ironically enough, England received, had one of the most powerful queens in history, which was. His offspring, Prince Elizabeth, uh, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. So, irony. But yeah, whatever. But yeah, so it's you know like it's, yeah, we're definitely moving, luckily, in a better direction. But there's still, still some things that need to be stamped out here and there, and uh, you know. Yeah. So. All right. So our final topic for today. Um, you kind of story you had kind of brought this up to me a little bit and uh, like i uh going back again like i was saying earlier the uh phil spencer had been on the kind of funny podcast and did did like one of their xbox kind of uh centric uh show episodes with with kind of funny and spill sense phil spencer had talked about an update possibly to the controller uh in in the pot you know possibly in the future uh looking at you know what what playstation 5 has done and stuff and you know taking things that may benefit xbox moving forward mm. um and this so, kind of yeah. uh, i didn't realize that this happened but uh in january they sent a survey out to owners of the series x which i, I i'm wondering where the, i didn't get no survey unless yeah. it got sent to my spam folder or something like that but um they one of the questions that they asked is would you like to see 
some of the kind of PlayStation 5 DualSense controller features on an Xbox controller. Yeah. So I I don't know what the results were, but I imagine it was probably everyone was in favor of it. So yeah, I I I've had only a little bit of uh of uh you know a little bit of gameplay with the PS5 controller, and I I do I did like the you know some of the feedback stuff. I I personally I'm still not. I'm not quite sold yet on the the uh, like the pulling of the trigger and making it harder because I have heard some horror stories already of people's controllers breaking uh, those mechanisms breaking because of them, you know, pushing on it too hard to fight the, you know, thing. The, the That's uh, not how controllers work. People <laughs> Pull, pushing the button harder doesn't make your attack harder. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> except for now, they're kind but of it makes me make jump higher. No, it doesn't, Pat. No, it doesn't. Just like when you know when you jump and you move the controller when you jump, that makes you jump farther. Yeah. No. Or when you, no when you stick your tongue out, it makes you jump higher too. No. Or when you sit in front, when you d- lean forward, that you know that gives adds more precision to your you know button presses. I mean, maybe maybe that does. Maybe there's yeah. a little bit of psychology involved in that. But no, if I'm if I'm playing a racing game. And I'm trying to break. Pushing the L2 button harder does not make me break harder. Okay, yeah. so it's just one of those things. So people need to learn how to treat their controllers properly. Yeah, but but, um, but I mean, that's oh yeah, actually, uh, haptic feedback it kind of is that working that way. Where if you push it, you know, like you've got a, you know, like push through it or whatever. But yeah, yeah, like I mean, the the, the haptic feedback does give a little bit of resistance to certain. Yeah. Like especially if you're playing like a first-person shooter, and yeah. certain guns have certain resistance features. I I noticed this a lot in Call of Duty Cold War. Every mm-hmm. gun had a different feel. Yeah. To the to the to the triggers, which is kind of crazy. But um, you know, yeah, like in, like in racing games in particular, um, it like when I was playing World Rally Championship, if my brakes all of a sudden failed, all of a sudden my L2, I could it, it, I had so much free play in it. Uh, yeah. If all of a sudden I'm like my gearbox broke. I'm getting weird feedback in my uh, gas pedal, the R2 button. Yeah. So it's it's like it adds a, another sense of realism that I didn't think was necessary, but yeah. all of a sudden once you're experiencing it, it's like it'd be nice to have. Yeah. So I imagine Microsoft probably didn't think it was worth investing in, but yeah, now they I, see now they see how PlayStation 5's controller is doing, and well, they're like, and, well maybe maybe this will work. And you know let, let's let's be honest like the the playstation move you know that that came didn't come out until after we kind of got an idea of how that stuff would work with the Wii Wii remotes and Mm -hmm. they kind of improved upon it so i mean you know it's not it's not uncommon for companies to see what what the other one's doing and then try to improve upon it well playstation 3 the their first controller didn't have rumble features in it yeah and yeah. then all of a sudden, once the fans outcried and said, we want Rumble. Yeah. You know, then all, all of a sudden they came out with the, the DualShock 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I, like I definitely, um, I can see the, the, um, the use for that kind of stuff. And like what you were talking about, like when it's really, you know, done well, and you've got like the things where you're, you're immersed, where there's only so much you can do in a racing game to immerse you into it. And to add those kind of little little details of of 
things that will where you can start to almost like drive or or you know play the game without looking at it at some point when you can notice the you know the little the feels of things or whatever that don't seem right so like imagine playing forza motorsport the new one coming out with these kind of features in it and Mm -hmm. if you're playing in full simulation mode where things can break you know if all of a sudden you're losing power in your brakes you know, you could start to feel it. You get the tactile feedback of the trigger pull. Or, yeah. like, if all of a sudden you, you you break your transmission and you can't get past third gear, where all of a sudden your gas pedal starts to vibrate. Or your steering. Yeah. All of a, like, it, yeah. I don't think the joystick could be affected, but, like, it would be crazy if all of a sudden, like, you lose, you know, steering and all of a sudden you start to get a little bit of rumble in your joystick. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, or, that, or I was even thinking what would be cool is if, like, all down the handle – the sides of the the Xbox controller, there was little sensors. So like if if someone a car is slightly tapping your back bumper, you'd feel it down towards the the bottom palm of your hand. You could feel like a little, um, you know, like like a movement. PlayStation there. Five has that. PlayStation Five yeah. has that. Okay. Yeah. So, so like yeah. if you get if yeah. you get bumped from your right side, only the right side of your controller vibrates. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so. And okay, so one of the things like talking about this though that I, that I wanted to bring up, and we don't know a whole lot about it yet, but it it was kind of there was an article I was reading about someone who had experienced uh, flight simulator on on the the Xbox Series X, and they kind of talked about some of the things that that they you know their experience and and where where some of the experience was falling flat for them a little bit or there was not really falling flat but there was just some some technical issues now mind you this is a pre you know a pre-release uh version of it that they were playing but one of the things that he brought up that i think could really benefit from an update to the xbox controller is um is he talks about um so when you're in the cockpit mode, even in the the P, the Xbox version, at at some point your controller acts as a mouse cursor, so it can be very slow and tedious to move that cursor over buttons and switches and and gauges and stuff in your cockpit. So you know, like the the PS5 and and PS4 had it as well, had that touchpad. Now, like if they were to add something like that, that was similar where you could have like a mouse touchpad part of it that could easily, you know, speed up that process of those, you know, PC style um, interfaces for I don't games. think that's possible with a controller. I, I, I just really don't. You'd have to create like your own peripheral. So imagine yeah. like the game Steel Battalion for the original Xbox. Yeah, with the with the immersiveness of that game that they wanted to make, they had to yeah. literally make a whole joystick console that yeah. was about as wide as a coffee table. Yeah. So I, mean, I I just don't think controllers in their current form can add to that sense of realism. Like that's why almost like Microsoft, the, those flight simulators were always historically played on PC because yeah. of that very yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. This is the only time we've ever had a console version. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, no, I'm I'm just talking like the that touchpad though of just having that that ability to to have an like something that's much more like a, the you know the mo- the touch mouse pad that you have on a on a laptop 
you know right, I, yeah. it's still not it's still not the best way to do a mouse a mouse is always going to be i think best actually having one plugged in which seeing that's the thing i don't well really yeah xbox has that. keyboard and mouse support <clears throat> yeah so that's what i, I was going to say is i wonder if I would imagine that that flight simulator is going to have that ability where where you can uh, do the like they have for um, some of their games already, like they have the dual the the dual support where you can use your keyboard and mouse to do certain things that you want to, but you can mm -hmm. still use your your controller for for whatever you want to use that for as well, right? You know, so so I don't. You know, like I obviously once once the game's out and we get to see how that stuff works, but like I do, I do, you know, I do think that there is room for for the the controller on Xbox to grow. Like I, you know, I love, you know, they they still, in my opinion, have the best controller when it comes down to just overall. But but yeah, I I would not be against them uh trying to to make make the experience better or you know or or give have more options on the controller day yeah, one i i don't think we'll see it this year if they do a, a controller upgrade yeah. it may be it may be something next year but they, you know they probably actually took those survey results seriously and maybe yeah. they're developing it right now yeah. i don't know maybe maybe we will see it by christmas or something like that but um yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I can't imagine they're not sitting on this and saying, well, whatever. Yeah. And I think they, you know, I think that's the, they, they did the, that's the right way to go about it is you really let someone else invest the money in that, that new tech and see how it does. And if, if there's a demand for it, okay, well then, then we can think about spending money and trying mm -hmm. to do our version of it because you know, like if if it if the PS5 controller came out and and the you know the populace overall did, was not really impressed with it, well then you know you you saved all that money of trying to compete with something that you didn't know whether it would be a yeah, hit. Yeah, that's anyway. why that yeah that's you why know. that survey was uh was definitely a good idea on their part. Yeah. So. So yeah, I, um, Pat, is there there anything in particular that? No, I mean, I'd be happy to see haptic feedback, at least on the controller. So, yeah, you know, that's that's one of the things I like thing I absolutely love about my PS5 is the controller, you know, the yeah. haptic feedback, just the, the <laughs> weird like sensations of the triggers. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I, I definitely give uh, Sony props because like like i it's like you know it's no surprise i was not a fan of the ps the ps4 controller at all it just felt too easy to like i could just twist it and it would snap in half well that was and the ps3 that, and ps2 controllers yeah. like honestly yeah. yeah those things felt like i would hold on to them and just one squeeze and they would break yeah. the playstation 4 was a slightly better yeah slightly more upgraded version but still like kind of felt a little bit flimsy yeah those those back triggers on the ps4 controller there's just like so exposed and out there that they just felt like i just uh, was worried that those would be able to break off easily if you like set the controller down mm -hmm. wrong or something but yeah like having that ps5 controller in my hand uh like yeah it just feels so much nicer like it's yeah 
it yeah like because i and I microsoft mean, I comes out I, with their own controller where they say if it ain't broke don't fix it <laughs> yeah yeah which you know like like i said is never never a bad idea but like yeah if there is a demand for for some you know added features mm-hmm. you know that that's just it's easy to add stuff you know like if you got a got a nice base you know perfected and you add stuff to that that's you know that's the easy part in my opinion but yeah mm-hmm. all right well yeah that that'll that'll end up the show for today so we'll we'll uh throw up the x that's my little <laughs> tiny x <laughs> but before we exit uh uh pat why don't you uh let, let people know where they can find you well you can find me on exp cast the video game podcast where we talk about video games. I actually don't have a Twitter, so the best place you can probably find me is on the Boss Rush Discord. Um, but yeah, you know, come in, say hi, say uh, we can do this, and that way we know that, you know, you listen to our podcast. <laughs> and you listen to the Arsenal X podcast. If you that go on too. the Arsenal X mm-hmm. Discord page and comment, drop in and say, we can do this. Mm-hmm. I read that off a of McDonald's coffee cup at our episode this morning. That's where that came from. So. Yep. And Stai, where can we find you? Well, same. Uh, you can find us basically. I'm part of the EXP cast as well. So you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EXP cast. Um, you can actually find uh, me on discord. I'm obviously pretty active in there too, as well. And uh, um, I actually do a lot of writing for boss rush games. So if you go to BossRushGames.com, you can actually find, a lot of my articles and stuff, um, I'm the head Xbox writer. So um, yep. generally I put in uh, once a month Game Pass updates, sometimes twice a month, um, do some Game Pass updates on what's coming to the service and stuff. And uh, actually I got a little project in the works where um, I'm planning on a little Xbox project of like, you know, different things you can do with your Xbox Series X that you probably didn't know you could do. Like say for example, taking your achievement, uh, the achievements that you gain, taking those pictures and using those as backgrounds mm-hmm. in your um, mm-hmm. in your Xbox uh, home screen, and even just like creating groups and stuff like that. So that's a project I'm gonna be working on. I think maybe this week or next week or something like that. Yeah, I had uh, I had uh, well, it was the Xbox uh, One, but I had to look it up. The I'm I would imagine it's probably the same for the series consoles, but you Pretty have much. to like. Yeah, Xbox said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to reset the the Xbox to factory or whatever, and um, you, you know, like it doesn't really tell you how to do that, but you have, like, I had to, you have to hold like the Xbox power button and the disc eject button, or mm-hmm. or or no, yeah, I think it was either the disc eject button or the. Uh, the, the I thought it was just the, I thought button. it was just the power button because no, you're talking about putting the putting it into a factory reset. Well, it it's the special the special menu that pulls up where it asks. Yeah, you I thought I thought it literally. Everything. I thought it was literally okay. just the power button because I remember doing mm-hmm. that when I sold. Well, I, I think I had to do something to my to one of my Xboxes recently where I had to do that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, like there's like little little things like that that you know like you can figure out, but but yeah, they don't they don't really tell you those things. That, yeah, it would be nice for people to know just for 
future yeah. reference. So yeah, so that's a that's a keep cool in idea. mind. Uh, keep uh, keep an eye out over at Boss Rush Games. Hopefully, I'll have maybe some of that stuff done. All right, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, you can find me uh, Jesse anywhere as Phantom NXS. So yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.